0: Okay, here we are for episode two of the Jupiter Farms Residence podcast. If this is the first time you're tuning in with us, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and let everybody know that Jupiter Farms Residence now has a podcast. I'm Matt, your Jupiter Farms Residence president. Now I'm going to go around and let all of the other members at the table introduce themselves.
1: I'm Taro. Melissa, your secretary.
0: And Jillian, your vice president.
2: Kristen, your treasurer. And Christina.
0: So these are all your Jupiter Farms Residents Board of Directors. And this month, we are going to be talking about what makes Jupiter Farms unique. What makes it special? Why do we live here? Why did we move here? Why do we refuse to move from here? But first, we have our Jupiter Farms Residents Facebook page Outrage of the month this is a new monthly segment, if you will, that we're going to be uh, poking some fun at and of course, if you've been following us on Facebook, then you know that this month's outrage has been golf carts <laughs> so there's uh, there's there's a kerfuffle out here about golf carts um, <laughs> and apparently road runners i I personally don't have a horse in this. In this game, because I don't I don't have a golf cart in this game. But the fact of the matter is, if you have a golf cart and it's street legal, you're fine and it's registered and it's insured. If you don't and you or if you do have a golf cart and it's not registered and it's not street legal, anytime you take it off your property, you're running the risk of actually getting impounded or getting a ticket or getting a warning. And this month, someone got pulled over and he got a warning from the PBSO and he posted on Facebook. And whether you know it or not, PBSO sees that. So um, they had come to our meeting the same day that this happened and said, yeah, this uh, this gentleman was pulled over and we gave him a warning. And yet he's still online being a little pissed off about the whole thing. And of course, everybody has their own opinion on this. And, and I think the ones that I've seen have usually always been safe. I can't always say that about the dirt bikes or uh, about the ATVs. Side by sides. Yeah. And all that stuff. Um, I don't really see it a lot where I live. Well, but, one of the main things was riding on the sidewalk. It doesn't matter if you're street legal or not. That's not going to fly with PBSO. right. And, what, what people don't understand out here is we don't really have sidewalks. We have multi-use paths. And which nothing motorizes allowed. Right. Nothing motorizes allowed, whether, whether it's it's legal or not. And
3: Sergeant Hightower's big, big thing is the safety of kids. If you have kids loose on a golf cart,
0: right? And this please, is also- keep
3: them safe and be.
0: What this led to was a protest where people got online and they decided that they were going to try and meet on Sunday. And PBSO saw it online. And Hightower
3: mentioned it at at the residence meeting. meeting And and he said, We're going to be there to,
0: to talk with you. And apparently, that's all that happened, that they did talk with him. But I don't think Hightower ended up making it there. Because at the same time that our Jupiter Farms resident people were, were staging this protest, there had been a kid who got killed. There was a boy in, this, in, in
3: Loxahatchee. He was on the sidewalk on a dirt bike. A man stopped at a stop sign, edged out to see the traffic. The boy took off, hit the side of the stopped truck. Unfortunately, he didn't make it off the scene, and his 14-year-old friend passenger is in critical condition.
0: Right. So this was at
3: the exact same the time.
0: exact same time that the protest was and happening. And that's why in, they in, worry in Jupiter yeah. Farms, and that's exactly why they worry. And we've had accidents out here, and in all parts of Western County, there have been accidents. So Jupiter Farms residents, as a elected body, we're not an enforcement agency. We don't have any powers to to do anything like that. So you know, we're not advocating for or against. But we are just saying, you know, be careful. If you're choosing to break the law, please be careful and understand that you run the risk of getting your stuff impounded and getting a ticket.
3: And if you choose to legalize, um, we have posted many times the regulations to make the
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: golf carts right. street legal. Also, at our February meeting, which is on the 12th at 7 p.m., we have Jennifer Bishara coming from Jason Insurance Solutions. She's adding in a segment about insurance on golf carts so oh, she'll be a really good resource for information i know a lot of people have questions on oh it's expensive to do it mm-hmm. and so she she'll be able to give you a better idea of what you're great looking at
0: so. great good plug so yeah that was the facebook outrage of the month but now let's talk about jupiter farms i know i moved here you know 10 plus years ago and for me i knew what i was buying into when i bought my house on a paved street i know that people, friends of mine who have bought on unpaved streets, knew what they were buying into. And I think that's a part of the ball of wax. I would certainly not move here and tell anybody that what they do or what they have is wrong. I mean, I think that's where Jupiter Farms residents gets into a whole bunch of drama when it comes to a paved street versus an unpaved street. And I would certainly never come and move to my block and say, hey, all of you guys should change because I want it. There's certain things that are out you know it, it's the way it is we have no street lights out here we we can see the stars can I make a
3: safety comment on that you
0: can make a safety comment so as, Jill, as, jillian is our safety monitor I'm a, i am on a badge she's like the mom
3: what's great about the no street lights we can see the stars at night i said that but well i said it too because i have stores over okay, my house whatever a big thing out here that i notice if you have friends coming to visit um, and especially well or if you don 't have any friends, especially oh. for emergency services, many houses don 't have reflective house numbers on their houses, or your mailbox could be across the street. If emergency services need to get to you at night, the two minutes difference between having a reflective numbers on your house or on your gate somewhere near the street could really make a big difference. So sure. That was right. I, I get them
0: Boring. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Safety is.
1: Oh, there are people I can't see their house numbers in the broad daylight. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's true. You should definitely, I mean, take precaution that way, but it's, it's one of the things that makes us different. You know, we're Palm Beach County has adopted the dark skies initiative and we're not going to get streetlights out here. So, Thankfully, thankfully. So if if you if you move to some place, you should look at it at night. You should look at it during the day. You should look at it on weekends. You should you should know what your neighbors are doing. Look at it after a good rainstorm. Absolutely. Look at it after a good rainstorm, especially out here. Yeah, because we're not going to be getting storm sores in Jupiter Farms. It's not going to happen. So, you know, so that's part of it. So, yeah, great thinking about the reflective numbers is is incredible. Safety third, always. Um, livestock, coming from, you know, I've lived in New York, Los Angeles, Miami. Coming out here, I never had goats or chickens. Oh, you still or, don't. Or horses next door to me. Wow, jumping the gun. But, you know, out here we have that. And you, you, if you, a lot of people take it for granted, what we have out here. and
3: Which is a thing. And I we don't have any livestock by us, but I sure love driving by neighbors that have horses and Goats and all the other things are pigs. out here.
0: Don't forget the pigs. Oh, pigs donkeys, are my favorite. Yeah, donkeys are cool.
3: Not asses, but donkeys.
0: <laughs> wow, we're 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 going blue now, kids. I know. For me, moving here, one of the biggest shocks was I had no clue what a well system was
1: <laughs> nor did I no you know you <laughs>
0: you, you, li- you live in most places you know, that are citified you turn on your water and you don't think about where it's coming from and here you have to you know start worrying about chemicals and and how to balance your water however and your pump yeah and your pump and but one of the great things is we don't get boil water notices from the municipality because somebody screwed up or some but we have to also take the responsibility no there, I know that there are people out here that have said, I want my city water. Well, why? Uh, the, the question is, you really have to ask yourself is why? Well, if you've put no attention... To your pump and your well and everything that goes into it, then yeah, you're, you're, You're nobody wants crappy water. You're going to have crappy water, absolutely. But for a heck of a lot less than Loxahatchee River District is going to come in and assess you for, which is going to be somewhere, you know, around $30,000 just to get the water to the front of your property, I don't think you want that either. You know, you could get an entire new well system for a couple of thousand dollars, you could drill a new well for $1,500 and be well ahead of the game. Like how I said that, that? Good pun. Thank yeah. you very much. Mm, that's very good. Thanks. I plan that. And that goes into the same thing with septic.
3: Absolutely. So septic is pretty easy to take care of. You pump it out every once in a while, maybe
0: and down no, the road. And nothing is built to last forever. You right. have to maintain it. And sometimes you have to replace it. Which is but fine. But if you look at that, as opposed to getting another utility... Moving in and encroaching, utilities are corporations that want to make more money. They're not going to make more money unless they expand. And they
3: would love and to have our forty five hundred houses. Absolutely, as customers.
0: absolutely. They are eyeing Jupiter Farms because it's the next logical step for the for them to increase. But if they have no reason to, and if we don't give them the reason to, you know, the outfall from Jupiter Farms is monitored, and right now it is. As good, if not better, than the outfall that are coming from areas that are already sewered. So as long as we don't give them the reason to come in and say, you know, you have to, you know, if it's something from a state mandate that we have to then later on down choice. the road, yeah. then we have no choice. But hopefully at that point, there will be some money put aside that will help fund that Subsidy. mandate. Yeah, subsidize that.
3: And that brings us to the cost, which would be astronomical. And it would, would have water. To- well, it would include water, and it would also be so disruptive, they'd have to rip our roads up. Right. So all the people that put in a paved road, that's coming up. Absolutely. All the, just the trucks, the getting the piping in, I wouldn't want to have to be driving past that every day. Absolutely. So, and plus, so
0: maybe for those of us who live, already live on a dirt road, you're already better off.
3: Exactly. Plus the bill, the sewer bill comes by toilets. So we have two people in our house. The dog doesn't use, well, she drinks out of them, but yeah. she doesn't use the toilet. We have five toilets in the house. Oh, I don't even look want. at you with toilets over we here. We have one for yeah. almost every day. But it,
0: it the my bill would Do be... Do you use each one of those? No.
1: They're not on rotation or
0: anything like one that? One is. I think you should. Yeah. I will. I mean, just for the health mm-hmm. of you your plumbing. Can, you, you
3: guys can, can come over can and be help my toilet. One could be shabby chic toilet. And you guys can help bacteria One could have a bidet. Tank. I help. You, yeah, Kristen, helped. She and did. I helped.
0: So um, come over. So yeah, I mean, th- these are the things I don't, and I don't know necessarily why any of you guys moved here or stay here. Oh, for us? Do you and know I know ask I myself that every day. Yeah.
1: Do you want to know why I moved here? I do. It go, it harkens back to the whole animals thing. Tara, why did you move here? Because I was in a situation where I was looking for a guest house out here, and I was coming to meet somebody, and we were going to have lunch. She was going to interview me because she needed a tenant. So, I wasted some time at Publix and I stopped outside on the board, and it was the same bulletin board that's up there now. And I looked, I grew up in Wisconsin and Illinois. Nobody and, could tell. No,
3: I know.
0: Hey, going to the fish fry I buried fry my accent night.
1: down deep in the bottom yeah, of my soul with the be... paps blue ribbon that sits there. <laughs> so, I was reading the sign, and it said, Lost pig named Wiggly. And I just, (laughs) I seriously felt like, oh, dear God, please let this woman give me this house. So it was, it was absolutely wonderful. And then now that has turned into being a 15-year resident and being on the board. So that's why I moved here. Thank you, Mr. Wiggly.
0: Wiggly. Was it Mr. Wiggly or just Wiggly? I don't know. They
1: didn't say it was girl pig, boy pig. Wiggly sounds like a boy. You know, it was just, it was lost pig named Wiggly. So. And it had those little... It was kind of the beginning of the interwebs, so they had the little pull-off tabs. So, yeah. Oh, Mr. Wiggly's back. That's kind of creepy.
3: But anyway.
0: What about you, you, Jillian?
3: Biggest thing for us was no HOA. Yeah. Because when we first came down here, we were staying with my in-laws, and I got a six-page letter with photographs because I left a towel on the railing outside for about four seconds. Um, And we're not... HOA people who yeah. were, were too unruly and we also didn't want we used to live in a community that was zero lot lines yeah and we did not want that so when we drove out here I just went okay we our house is here that's it and then I just kept falling in love with more and more things out here and a lot of houses later we found one yeah and Kristen we with five toilets
1: I moved up here to escape the grips of Broward County <laughs> Which was really scary. And I still to this day believe that I'm going to spontaneously combust when I cross that Palm Beach, Broward County
0: line. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's Dade. Yeah. That Dade line just is terrible. Yeah. What about Christina? Christina?
2: So I actually grew up in town in what people consider proper Jupiter on the east side of I-95 in the Turnpike. In the late 90s, my family actually, we built a uh, working horse farm out on one of the large agricultural properties. After the farm closed and I had kids, we obviously decided we wanted to stay in the area so they could dig in dirt piles and run around naked without HOA Which or anyone else being Are you on. Are talking our- about your
0: husband or no, the kids. your kids?
2: Oh. Oh. I mean, well, it depends on the time of day. So <laughs> oh, Sweet. Nice. I see you. So from there, we've just we've stayed. We've met a great group of neighbors. We've loved having the kids grow up with chickens and pigs and dogs and really just everything. We've had a little bit of everything in our yard and in our house at some point. And it's just something that we've always felt was very important for our
1: family.
0: Cool. And Melissa, our secretary, what about you?
1: I actually married into this uh, area. <laughs> I met my husband in 2012. Like the, that's
0: going to be the name of the movie. I married into Jupiter Farms.
1: I did, and married I guess in 2014, but I moved in with him in 2013. Oh, cool! So
0: you lived in Sin. Nice. He
1: actually, yes, he actually had bought this property in 1999, and uh, same reasons coming out here. You know, he he wanted the the rural environment. He wanted no HOAs. He wanted to see the stars
0: at night. And he so who's been here the longest? How long? Forever.
2: I, I mean, I'm a Florida native. I've lived in Jupiter since I was one, and I have been in the farms since um, the late 90s. So the rest and of I've us in my current house are transplants. Years.
0: Some of us as long as, you know, almost 20 years. But I think it's really funny how the board makeup we have a lot of these you know transplants and yet we are not the ones who are saying let's change everything which is very different than you sometimes read on some of the facebook things well you know all these new people are coming in and wanting to change and and i find that city the city dwellers the, the city dwellers yeah well i'm from and, new york
3: i am so really? not a city I person tell no at all. i
0: know uh, but no it's just you know we're, and we're the ones who are actually fighting to protect it and and you know we mentioned this a little bit in our in our first episode when we were talking to Susie Kennedy, but one of the things that's wonderful to me is when I first drove out here, we are protected on all four sides by all of this wonderful conserved, preserved lands. But every year that I've been on the board, something has come along our radar that could easily threaten that. And most people think of Jupiter Farms residents as you know we do these events for the community, and that absolutely is one wing of what we do. But the other side, to me, is the more important wing that's helping to really preserve what's out here. And that's the hard part. Yeah.
1: Well, the events bring the community together to be able to inform
3: them. Mm-hmm. But the background is what we need to protect. There's a lot right. going on in the background. Absolutely. Besides that.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, so that's what this episode was all about. You know, why we move here, uh, why we fight for what we do, and what really makes Jupiter Farms special. Point of order I for I one more point. Yes.
3: So. One of the great things out here is we don't have to worry about increased density
0: in the future. Right. We're about 95, 96% built out, 97 maybe.
3: Yes. And thanks to those who came before us, if you have a 20 acre property, you can cut it down to two tens. You can't take a five acre into one acre anymore unless right. it's been grandfathered in, which there aren't. Right. That There's many no subdividing
0: left. anything less than 20 so acres. Our
3: 4,500 homes, maybe we have room for another.
0: Maybe another couple hundred. hundred. Yeah. And and the way things and are building it. right so now, it, it's, it's looking like it's going to be closed. Right, so
3: it's not like you're going to get an apartment building shoved in here somewhere or somebody on a two acre property is going to pop a second house up there. It's not, right. and, not happening.
0: And right now, for good or for bad, we have very low commercial areas around here. This is not ever going to look like PGA or North Lake. Not as long um, as I'm here. As, not, as yeah. not as long as I'm here. That's for sure. No, but, you know, that's that's a big thing. And we keep hearing that every so often, too. Another commercial entity comes up and says, well, you know, where can we build? There's really nowhere that you can build. And we're fortunate for that.
1: How many times over the last, I'd say, 36 months have we had to push back? For those of you out there, that's three years.
0: (laughs) <laughs> we don't know what months Oh, are. my God. Higher thank month. God
3: you're the accountant. Hi, thank I God was for so higher, trying to work she out. She could have it. said 37 months. She gave him
0: yeah, um, how, how many times over the last three years has what? Have we been? Have
1: we had to sort of as a board and, and with the environmental group had to push back against sort of either encroachment or infiltration or, well, not infiltration is not oh the right Gosh, word. it
0: feels like it's almost but. constant. We're constantly watching over what's going on in Palmar because that's a really important water catch basin, basin, apparently I'm Sean Connery. Um, That's because Palmar is a really important catch basin for water. And if that gets developed, we're literally sunk. So that's kind of like on twenty four seven. We the last you know year, uh, Jupiter Farms residents. We go to Loxahatchee River Preservation Initiative meetings. We're going to the Sir Wicked meetings every month. We try Pal-Mar to attend as board many. Meetings. Well, the Palmar Board, the Loxahatchee River District. We're trying to keep an eye on everything. County Commission County meetings. County Commission meetings, and it's really difficult to try to keep everything the, on the radar.
3: The worst part is sometimes it just pops up out of nowhere. We had the Bayer Land Swap. It came up yeah. four Bears days. Club. Bears yeah. Club. Because the, the county doesn't have to release that info But here's for a the week.
0: wonderful thing about Jupiter Farms. As as much as you may get on the, the Jupiter Farms page and, and see people kind of, I don't want to say go at each other, but it, it's kind of like I'll always take the ass end of an argument just for the fun of it. And you see that a lot on the page. But when something comes up that needs the community's attention, it happens. When that thing came up with the Bears Club, Everybody banded together, and that was great. We asked for letters to go to the commission, and we created the link, we sent it out, and within four days, there was over 700 emails, and it got the media attention, and they backed off. Now, that doesn't mean that tomorrow they're going to come back with Plan B, because there's money to be made, and they're going to try and do it.
1: And for people who are only moderately familiar with that, why was it important for us to even weigh in
0: at all? Because it threatened a privately owned preserve which we actually have on the corner of Indian Town and Jupiter Farms Road we have a privately owned preserve it's it's owned by the management company of that corner but according to the county it needs to be a preserve but if a bank wants to come in and set up shop on that corner, they could easily, you know, wave a million dollars under the county's nose it. and they'll find another way to mitigate that preserve. But that m- mitigation, that won't be here in Jupiter Yeah, Farms. so Bears
1: Club was essentially sort of trying to, or, or, or whomever was trying to manipulate the situation was trying to right. sort of buy a piece of land that was- They wanted um, to do a land swap. And doing and, a swap. And, with, and land swaps
0: could quality. undo a lot of things for right. Jupiter Farms. Palmar, for instance, you know, set a precedent, right? Yeah, so so we we have to be very careful, you know. a lot of, that's what a lot of people came back. Well, it's in the Bears Club. Why should we be concerned? Because we should next. be concerned because we could be next,
3: and we're and, already fighting it off now with Palmar, right? So, so that's. that's some
0: of- The negative of
1: not being in an HOA We don't have a voice as a whole To speak on our behalf We try to do that as Jupiter Farms residents Right,
0: because I don't think anybody sitting at this table Or, you know, if you ask a a poll online I don't think anybody wants us to be Jupiter Farms HOA, No, 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 not at all
3: I would move That may may be a good way To get rid of me
0: Nor Would it be in our best interest to be an incorporated town? Oh, no, no, no. We we just can't do that. So we have to look out for our own. We're we're kind of a moving target on the county map. So that's what we have to be careful for. That kind of wraps up our Why Jupiter Farms is special episode. Um, Thanks for listening. And the next time, you know, you're driving out to 95 and you think, oh, my God, I just wish this was a shorter trek. Look at all we have. And and when you exit on PGA and North Lake and all those other ones, look at what they have and, and really compare and count your lucky stars that you can see at night because we have no streetlights out here. Thank your lucky stars that that we do have what we have and that that's what we all moved here for. And and that's what our board out here is fighting for. It's fighting for keeping what we have. You know, at the level we have it, we're called the rural tier and we want to remain as part of the rural tier. So if you see something on Facebook where we're asking for you to send
3: an email or, or sign something uh, or petition a kind of or whatever, community meeting, um, please give some consideration to standing together with your neighbors on that, because it does make a difference.
0: Huge difference. And thanks for listening. We've come to the end of our second episode of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. I want to thank you all for listening, and remember to hit that subscribe button, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell anybody who lives in the area who you think might care about our wonderful area. And just to let you know, coming up on the JFR calendar, we have on February
3: 2nd, which is a Saturday at 8 a.m., we have the and Trash Community Cleanup at the Park Pavilion. Talk some trash. Yeah. February 9th is our second annual shootout at OK Corral. If you did not get tickets, go. Somebody's (laughs) shooting at me. Go get tickets now. (laughs) Stormtrooper. It was a lot of fun last year. Missed. On March 2nd, Saturday at 8 a.m., we have Talking Trash again at the Pavilion. Come out and help clean your community up. It's a great day. And on March 9th, we will have our movie night at the Farms Marketplace at 8 p.m. Movie to be announced.
0: Okay, once again, thank you all for listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. I'd like to thank my fellow board members who have come out to contribute this month and hit subscribe. We'll see you next month on March's Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. (laughs) So that's kind of why jupiter farms is special to me so now everybody i'd like for you to take your own time and reflect and write a paper and send it to jupiter farms residents use the standard five paragraph essay format <laughs> i know i know
1: praise yeah you got enough dave <laughs>